1: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 64 of So You Want to Be a Photographer. My name's Valerie Koo and I'm here with the awesome Gina Militia. How are you, Gina? I'm great, Val. How are you going? I'm good. I'm good. What's new with you? What's been happening in the world of photography for you this week? Um, oh, It's been
2: a really busy week. Uh, I d- just um, did a great shoot over the weekend where ah. I had an entire um, football stadium Ooh. To ourselves, a client hired the entire stadium for us. Are you so serious? Free run, I was, like, I got to go into, like, the locker rooms and the bath. There wasn't no one there, of course, but Mm. you got to check out where they all, like, you know. And this is where major, major events, concerts, um, games have been played. And so, like, they've got spas in there and they all shower in the open and, and, like, you know. And it's just, like, to stand in the middle of the ground, you're the only person there. Like, I could drive my car in and park it. like just next to the ground. It was really cool. I can't wait to
1: see the shots.
2: Yeah, yeah, great. Like, you know, um, it was awesome, Uh, uh, intense, but uh, great stuff. And I've also been uh, recording uh, lots of videos, Val.
1: Oh wow, fantastic! What kind of videos?
2: So, uh, how to videos. Oh, like video uh, tutorials.
1: Yes, yes, yes. This is exciting. It's
2: very exciting. So, and I can't wait to share them there. Um, yeah, all the stuff that
1: like I love to do and. Yeah, So these are video tutorials that are going to appear in Gina's membership community. Uh, And if you want to be mentored by Gina and have direct access to Gina and uh, obviously access to these sorts of tutorials, then just go to ginamilitia.com, that's M-I-L-I-C-I-A, com and uh, click on join the community. And so, Gina, what kinds of tutorials, what kind of things will, you know, we be learning? So basically, what, like, a lot... I I think I've talked about this on the podcast
2: that like Mm. the way I learned um, Photoshop and Lightroom is by doing a lot of these courses myself and watching online tutorials. And what really frustrates me about a lot of the online tutorials is um, how quickly everyone speaks. Mm-hmm. and how um bamboozling that can be and they're going they're opening up files and doing this and doing mm-hmm. that and you're having to um keep replaying and rewinding and it, like it it, it did my head in so I'm really aware of that when I'm recording these uh, tutorials so I've gone very slow I go over it I make sure that like you know everybody's going to understand and so it's a really uh, sort of easy approach I don't bamboozle people with a lot of tech speak because that's not my style <laughs> no. so um, yeah so like um, all the all the stuff that I do when I'm retouching and creating images Val so and and all the stuff that I find will be uh, useful to to, to everyone uh, listening out there when, when it comes to uh, retouching and uh, editing their images.
1: That's so exciting. You can find out more, as I said, by going to Gina's website. And I actually encourage you to visit the website sooner rather than later because we will be offering founding membership. And for founding members, you will get everything and you will get it at uh, a founding member price that will never ever ever be repeated so all you need to do is uh, register your interest just so that you are the first to know about the founding membership which will be uh, details will be released soon but uh, enough about that you have, uh, I'm really excited about this week's topic, well I'm usually excited about (coughs) this week's topic but I'm particularly excited about this week's topic because I love a bargain right and um, I I, I love it when I can afford things to help, to help make life easier. And this week, we're going to be talking about the best photography gadgets for under $50. But before we move on to that, I understand that you have a link for us. I did. I just deleted it, Val, because it went to the wrong spot. <laughs> okay, great. So, what? <laughs> we don't have a link for you this week. Instead... <laughs> <laughs> we're going to move on to the next point. <laughs> well done, Gina. <laughs> we don't have a link for you this week, but we the next point is actually a question that Gina asked the podcast community, which is really good because we've got some travel coming up. Yes. Uh, in Very soon, in fact, Gina wait. and I are going to do some shooting in the Philippines, Which mm-hmm. uh, and I've never been to the Philippines. I think you went there many, many, many years, many years ago. ago. I can't
2: wait to go back. It's absolutely gorgeous over there. I'm very excited, Val.
1: Yeah, I'm very excited as well. So we're going to do some shooting, and w- what was your question, Gina? Uh, so I actually asked the
2: uh Podcast community, what uh, kind of travel uh, tripods they could recommend? Because the one I have, and it's not even a travel tripod; it's just my smallest tripod. It's very heavy. Now it's a Manfrotto one, and mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's one of the smaller ones, but still with the uh, the tripod head and everything on it. I think it's over three kilos, three oh. and a half, four kilos. And mm. today, in today's day and age, you just can't get away with like that. Oh. That means like it's a, a lens less that I can take or you know uh, a few pairs of shoes or less clothes so you know and i I do really like to travel light so i'm really looking Mm. for something that you know will will um be small and compact like even fit into my carry-on and Mm. uh that's going to be light so uh the listeners who are awesome actually sent through uh quite a few um Uh, versions uh, of tripods that I should try so I'm now uh, researching and uh, a a lot of people uh, sent in the uh, three-legged thing tripod which I have never heard of but I love them Val you know why they give them really cool names yes okay like (laughs) the Rick the Steve, oh. and I actually replied back to someone that I would uh, love a tripod called Dave. Guess what? There's,
1: <laughs> There's a, a tripod Dave. called Dave. It's oh a my Dave. God. So uh, <gasps> Ray
2: Houston, uh, um, sent in uh, that uh, and a few other people also commented on the fact that that's, that's a good
1: tripod. So I'll be checking out the three-legged. Ah, I'm going to check them out just because it sounds so – I love the names as well. Yeah and um but it's it's like how well, what like what you would name your dog like your dog's yeah, called Gary Yeah it's a good mm.
2: name don't you
1: think <laughs> Anyway go on So
2: um and then um the next, Bill Keylor sent in uh, his tripod that he is uh, really happy with, and it's called. Uh, it's a three pod, and he said he loved the weight and the features, and uh, he takes it hiking or travelling. Uh, but he said the only thing he didn't like about it was extending and collapsing the legs. He, he, they've got those tightened down rings, so it oh. like takes forever. So that yes. might be a little bit frustrating because that's you know one of the things. Gotta be quick. Like. Well, yeah, because it's like that something's happening in right in front of you. And also, I think if and and I, I I think about this with all gear. If you have to think about it too much and it's an effort every time mm. you have to get it out, you're going to think twice and you're going to go, oh, "I can't really be bothered pulling out the tripod. I'll just go without tripod." So mm. um, that's something I consider very carefully. Phil Newton uh, recommended. Uh, he he uses a a small man frotto and. Uh, and and uh, he said it can be pretty shaky at full extension. But I've thought about this, Val. Mm. All the stuff that I shoot these days, I'm actually on my knees or lying down and I'm shooting everything from really low angles. Mm. So, and, uh, and also when I travel. So I don't think I'm ever going to be extending the tripod really oh, high. So mm. I think uh, something like this is going to work uh, for me. And I think I'm um, leaning towards this one. And the other thing mm. I really like about it is it uses um, – uh, the common Manfrotto base plate that attaches yes. to the camera, and so mm. that means like it's. There's, I have had this experience where you've taken a different tripod, different base plate someone's forgotten to pack the base plate mm. you can't use the tripod so mm. I think if you've got a like a universal plate that fits on all your tripods it's going to make life a lot easier so and that was Phil Newton and one more uh, Judy Bruner uh, suggested she loves her me photo globetrotter and um, she said the smallest version was too small but she loves mm. it and uh, it also turns into a monopod that is awesome that's a really cool thing because you don't always need the tripod you sometimes you just need a little bit of steadying and so to be able to convert to a monopod i think that, that that's a a really cool thing
1: so my question to you then is when do you shoot with a monopod Oh, so when I'm doing uh, film
2: sets, uh, on, mm-hmm. on set, shooting stills, um, mm-hmm. I shoot those uh, with a monopod or theatre or things like that. So basically you're, you're on set and uh, it'll you'll be watching the take and then you're allowed to actually go on and get shot. You don't have time to be uh, pulling a, a, a tripod out and moving right. it around. So the monopod is enough to uh, just, it, it, it steadies your camera. Mm. and uh you can still shoot at really uh slow shutter speeds but you don't have uh the the option of being able to walk away without it falling over but yeah yeah uh, there are great monopods that actually have little feet at the bottom of them. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. So that, and so that you can walk away, but like uh, the danger of that is they're not that steady because the feet are all the way down the bottom. So they tend to be a little bit top heavy. So mm. that's always been a concern about getting one with feet. So it just makes uh, life really easy. And uh, like I, like for street photography, it'd be really good if you just wanted mm. to do some slow exposures, but you don't want to have, um, you know, the, the, the tripod. uh um, um, sort of having to set it up and also they don't take up as much space so with a monopod you can get into little tiny little corners and you got mm. steadying and and then you're able to to shoot slower so
1: i take it that you will be buying a new tripod travel tripod yes. before yeah. we go to the philippines yeah because the other thing
2: that i talked about is i want
1: a um a little a
2: little tripod that will fit um on my on stella on my motorbike oh okay and, uh, <laughs> So, Stella, I'm doing my first night ride tonight, Val.
1: Where what for? Where to you mean to shoot?
2: yeah, I'm going to do some shooting, uh, but it, but I'm also uh, having dinner like, right in the centre of the city. And I thought about it, and I'm like, I'm going to ride my bike. I'm going to ride my bike. Cause All it's... the way into the city? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it, it's… Uh, on that massive it's... big ring
1: road thing. No, no, no,
2: no, 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 no. I'm not going to go on any freeways, go the back way. It takes the same right. amount of time and just zip in and out. Because I've been going in and out of the city. In the daytime, just
1: haven't done it at night yet. So, so new listeners may be interested to know that Gina, um, I'm not is not having a midlife crisis or anything, am, but she, really? <laughs> but she has got her motorbike license, yeah. Um, and uh, so, yes, she it's it's all quite new to her, and she's going on her first night ride. I so. All right, <laughs> very exciting. Um, okay, so we have a shout out for Kim Rogers, isn't that right this week? Yep and uh so
2: kim what's, what's kim done what, yeah She's been doing a 365 project so like I've been seeing a lot of her shots coming up but uh,
1: Why don't you uh, explain to people what a 365 project is? It
2: means that she uh, is taking a photo every day of the year and this Mm -hmm. I think is an excellent way to really develop your style and uh, hone your skills because it forces you to because it's it's like for the first couple of weeks you'll see images everywhere and then all of a sudden you'll run out of ideas but Mm. having to look for an image every day really forces you to start seeing more and going beyond what you might normally do. And like you spend your entire day thinking about what am I going to shoot tomorrow? And you're yeah. always looking for stuff, which is probably what you should be doing as a photographer when you've re- like you really get into it, you start seeing images everywhere. But the fact that you're committing to posting one every day yeah. means that you're out there shooting. So I think it's, um, it's a great. Uh, a great thing to do, and even if you do like this 52 week ones, is it 52 week? Yeah, one a week yep. for a year. Yep. You know, we could do it like a 30 day one, which is a mini one, or just do a seven day one, be really re- lazy. <laughs> 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 right. One okay. day challenge. Here's my photo. <laughs> yeah. Thanks very much, everyone. Good night. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, She's got a gorgeous image where um, she's photographed uh, her kids. So obviously, it's whatever is in front of you. So, like you, Val, I just let me think. What would you <laughs> photograph. She did a three sixty five day challenge. Mm, the cats. <laughs> <laughs> Um, her coffee and it's your life and and maybe uh you know or whatever's going on so that's cool she's photographed her kids and she's captured a beautiful moment where her son is whispering in her daughter's ear and it caught my eye because this is actually something that i have set up uh i often do with couples to, mm. to, to actually sort of uh, get them to, to break away from sort of posy, posy stuff. Mm. Because what happens is if you set this up as a shot, you get the reaction from the person. Because I actually asked the person whispering, I'm like, try and just, I don't care what you say, I don't want to hear it, but just whatever <laughs> Reaction, and um, often you'll get like a an embarrassed laugh, or a nervous giggle, or joy, or and it's a really great way. And even if you don't focus on the other person, just focus on the one person, you'll get like beautiful reactions so she's done this as it was happening in front of her and the look on the daughter's face is priceless her light is beautiful as well she's really blown out the background let it go there's like not a lot of tone there but I think for this image it's beautiful because you get lovely highlights on the the side of the little girl's face so I love the shot I love the way she's cropped it and um The thing that I also love about it is she's used my Goldilocks preset. So – uh, and she's actually shared the before and after. So um... so this is
1: the Lightroom presets and, of course, we'll put the images, the before and after images, in the show notes, which you can find at GinaMilitia.com. But Gina's referring to um, Lightroom presets that she creates and that she uses on, you know, billboards and magazine covers and uh, tele- movie posters and that sort of thing. So they're, they're pretty amazing Lightroom Lightroom presets and um, they're available to people who join the newsletter and and you only get them if you join the newsletter uh, so join the newsletter yeah at Gina militia.com but what what was the inspiration behind the Goldilocks preset Lightroom preset Gina uh,
2: so the, the that was because um, you know how sometimes it's uh, like Goldilocks was what when she was eating her porridge what was it too hot? The, the, the third one she tried was too cold and the yes. middle one was just right. Yes. So this is just like it's not a heavy preset in terms of like a lot of presets uh, are, are completely like really funky, like they'll be uh, funky mm. colours or really mm. grungy or really pastel. This is mm. an in-between one. So this is like the sort of preset I might use when um, perhaps I'm doing uh, a, a bit more uh, conservative uh, advertising or portraiture. Portrait shots because it doesn't have to be like just because you're using a preset it doesn't have to go to town on all the like mm. all the adjustments it just sometimes it just needs to just uh, tweak the contrast and um the 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 mid tones a little bit just to clean everything up and you can see this really well in Kim's shot here as it's like if you look at the before shot uh the tones are just uh, uh sort of a little bit muddy but like in the after shot it, like everything really pops it's just cleaned it up it's the just right preset hey and you know what i'm thinking now inspired go by on. the tripod go the, on what is it the um the three legged thing yeah, Dave. Yeah, I'm going yeah, to start naming my presets like that. The Jenny, the Sharon. The oh, Linda, yeah. The Good- yeah.
1: The Dave. But, will the they D- be after descript- real people? It's not descriptive enough though, is it? No, it's, it? Unless it's after a famous person like the Cher, you know, the or Cher- the Beyonce. What would
2: preset be?
1: Sorry? What would Shares
2: be like?
1: Um, A lot of shadows and contours.
2: Is that how you see Cher? Yeah, you know, with the the cheekbones. I could have the prince.
1: Mm, Yeah. You could? Go. Okay. Okay. Well, anyway, you you have a think about that, Gina. But we want to give a big shout out to... Pink Tails. Now, Pink Tails has left us a uh, iTunes review. Thank you so much, Pink Tails. And Pink Tails has said informative and entertaining. And she says, Gina and Valerie, thank you, thank you, thank you. Your podcast has taught me more in a few weeks than in the months and years I've spent googling my many photography questions. I only discovered the podcast late last year, first coming across the Cuban episode just a few weeks before I was actually heading to Cuba myself. Since then, I've been hooked and. Spend my hour trips to and from work each day to catch up on all the episodes. I purchased Lightroom th- months ago but haven't used it as it's totally intimidating. But your podcast has given me the confidence to tackle it head on. In the past week, I've also created and launched my photography slash travel website to put myself out there and overcome my fears. My contract role finishes in a couple of months, and I'm going to use the unemployment to immerse myself in photography and combine with my writing. I've just completed my second Australian Writers' Centre course. Thanks again, Valerie. Goodness me. (gasps) I can't thank you enough for helping me build on my skills and open my eyes up to all things photography, all the while making me laugh out loud to your banter thanks again carly oh wow that's awesome carly oh goodness me that's 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 made my day carly wow Um, that's fantastic cool yeah thank you so much for the review really appreciate it just you it means more to us than than you you all could know than Nutella. Yeah, okay, means more to Gina than Nutella. Um, But if you do have 30 seconds to leave us a rating or review on iTunes, we'd really, really appreciate it because it really does help us in the rankings. But let's move on now to this week's topic, which is the best photography gadgets under $50. Now, this is very dangerous for me, Gina, because I'm a sucker for a gadget. I was brought up uh, by a dad who... Just, um, you know, when you saw those things at the Easter show and there was the demonstrations of the potato peeler or the, the whatever.
2: The does the swirly peels. Of anything. Macy, macy any demonstration.
1: bought those. Any, any demonstration, whether it was for that or for shower power or for, you know, cleaning salad, windows. swirler. Got one anything. of Anything. But oh, yeah. oh, we we had everything. Uh, yeah. He was a sucker for a demonstration, and it's and that got me to basically to be a sucker for gadgets generally. And yeah. I have drawers full of gadgets, and yeah. I will admit I have drawers full of uh, photography gadgets, some of which I have not even admitted to you because I don't <laughs> know whether they're duds or. They're, <laughs> Or whether they're amazing or whether they're absolute crap. But I have drawers full of photography gadgets, many of which I don't use, um, just because I'm just this gadget collector. So I'm hoping that after this episode, I'm not going to suddenly be spending all my money on on all of these things. But I'm going to trust you that these are um, things that you think would be useful. So where do we start?
2: Uh, Not only do I think they're useful, but actually, as I was compiling this list, um, I wanted to buy most of them. So, like, there you go. So, it's going to be an expensive episode for me. (laughs) And even though I've selected gadgets that are under $50, they're all really useful. And um, I'm not just going for, like, the top end of something. Like, sometimes you can buy – there are some great – Photography manufacturer, photography accessory manufacturers out there, sort of at the lower end, that are competing with the big boys, but their products are really good, Val. So, okay, like, um, yeah, so we go through a few. That, so, yeah, for sure. I've tried to break them into categories. So, uh, the first one I want to talk about is something that I think is going to um, get Bigger and better over the years because the technology is just improving so much, and that is uh, continuous lighting. So, mm-hmm. um, so LED lighting is getting so much better, and so there's all these great little portable battery rechargeable battery operated led lights now um if you're doing uh single portraits or products on location or even uh light painting as a photographer and that's where you do long exposures this is something i want to do in the philippines as well val if i can um Uh where you're shooting out at night you've got your um your shutter open for a long, long time. You might have uh, the the background, long exposure, and you just wanna highlight certain areas, you can just like bust right. out a torch. And, and paint that area while the shutters open. And it's just like light lighting it. And you can't do oh, yes. this with a flash because it'll overexpose everything. But there's all these great little um, handheld uh, flash torches that you can do that with. But, like, I really am loving some of these uh, small little dimmable uh uh led mm. panels and so uh, one there, there's a there's a mob called newer N W E W E R, and i think they're like another young newo and mm-hmm. uh they've got like this uh dimmable uh high-powered uh led panel that sits on the top of your camera so and and so you can use that so instead of um bombarding people with flash you can use that but then you can just like take it off the so it sits in the hot shoe but you can Mm. also take it off the hot shoe and uh put it on uh, a a pole get someone to hold hold it it. and uh, yeah Yeah. and uh suddenly you can just uh, pop a little bit of extra light and so sometimes if you're shooting like the light's okay there's enough light but you're just not getting great catch lights in the eyes or you just want to
1: um pop in a Little dook of so flash. this is continuous light, continuous light, mm, great. And, 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 and listeners, you don't have to take notes, we will put every single link in the show notes uh, at ginamilitia.com if, if any of these um, take your interest. So it's continuous light, and basically, I'm looking at a picture of it, and it's like um, a really mini version of a, a big soft box which sits, as you say, in the hot shoe. Of the camera, so it's like a, having a giant flash, except it's not a flash; it's a mini continuous light. It's yep. a great idea. Probably, it's yep. it's probably it's going to be really good for um, when you know bloggers are in food situations, or definitely for video. Yes, I am interested in this.
2: And so this is how these sorts of lights um, made it in, into stills photography. Because what would happen is, I like I believe the wedding photographers actually started this trend. And, and uh, so the, the camera guy that would be filming the wedding would have his little video mm. light, on the camera and the the wedding photographers started like following the video guy around and doing stills when he was filming because the light was so much better. Because it's, it's a softer light; it's not as like you're not blasting everyone it's more discreet as well and so mm. then um some of the big boys started uh taking those and tweaking them and uh using them in in the photography world because for a little while it was considered like not the done thing but now it it, it definitely is so you can get little small ones as well for your uh iphone as well that you can kind of carry in your pocket but one of these as well if you just kept it in your car or your camera bag i think it's uh, really handy
1: yeah fantastic. I love it. Yeah. okay, what next? So um sticking on the um
2: the continuous lighting um uh, vein, there's uh, Yong young ha- have uh, brought out like a wand, so like imagine a like a lightsaber <laughs> and um the, the, you can change the colour of it as well so like say you want to warm up the light you can warm up the light say you just want to uh bring a like a red highlight to the side of someone's face you can make it red you can make it all different colors so um this is a really cool thing because you can hand hold it and the actual light that they create uh, is beautiful, so like Westcott have got a, a brand called the ice light um but and uh it's a lot more expensive but uh this one is uh quite reasonably priced so um well worth checking out and I think at anything. Yongnuo make is uh, great particularly when you're starting out and you want to try out all these different lights yeah um, yeah. so fantastic I, I, I only know, $46 lovely, yeah and so you can get two um, and do uh, like one from a uh, one above and one just under or like one as a background uh, there's so many things you can do with them I, I think they're great you can get mm. even cheaper ones at, at, uh, at thrift shops for like um, you know under $10 if you just want to check it out and see if you like that style of lighting
1: mm, mm, mm. love it and um it's got what do you call those flap things on the side <laughs> <laughs> so that you can direct the light i know what they're for so that you can shape yeah. the light <laughs> <Bundles>. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> lighting's not my strong
2: suit as you know right. So... There's also another one, and I have this light, and it is fantastic. um, From Yongnuo, which is a uh, yeah, the video light with the barn doors. I think yeah, that's yeah, that that that's another one. So you can actually shape and direct the light. So if you just want a really uh, narrow uh, light source, and you don't want it spit. So like if you're doing a portrait and you want to light their face, if you just have the light without that, the sort of light uh, spills out everywhere. Okay, which is one of the downsides of these sorts of lights. So you like you'll have light going everywhere. Whereas if you're using uh, a flash with a light shaper, you can uh, control and direct the the light a bit more. But this is sort of more the old school way of doing things, where the barn doors actually like train the light. You Mm. can have a narrow uh, light beam or 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 a really a wide one, depending on on what you're shooting. But these little Leong Nuo's that you can actually they, they, they have a remote as well. And you can, oh, um, you really? can like, so you're back at your camera, you've got your light set up. It might be on a boom or someone holding it, but instead of having to k- keep going up and uh, setting it up, like, like powering it up or powering it down, you can do it from a little remote that you have in your pocket, which is fantastic. Really? Yeah. So how that's cool fantastic. is that? Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. Um, that That's really good. So, um, we're still on the, uh, the lighting. Little compact flashes. So there's one called uh, the Maverick uh, mm-hmm. co- uh, compact flash. And this is uh, for something like, that I was talking about um, uh, for the light painting. So when you're um, out in the, like there might be, you're out in the, in, in, you see a landscape at night. And Mm -hmm. you'll you'll have a long exposure to to capture all the detail, but there might be areas that you just really want to bring out. So you use a torch. We should do a a podcast on light painting because I think it's really cool. Yes. I'm quite excited by it. Yeah. Do more and I've seen some incredible uh, examples of it. And if uh, any uh, listeners uh, have done some light painting and they want to share it uh please uh news at gina militia.com or in in the uh podcast community uh facebook group i'd love to see it it'd be awesome
1: Mm -mm. and uh if you're wondering what the podcast community is that we're talking about if you're a new listener uh, just search for so you want to be a photographer podcast community on facebook it's free to join and we'd love to have you and just on the uh, the the flashes, val uh,
2: the mm. flashlights. Um, I would also recommend that you just had like a five or ten dollar little flashlight in the kit anyway, mm. because they come in really handy. So if you're shooting, say, an event at night, you've got your camera bag to the side, and you keep having to go back to your camera bag, but you can't see what's in there. Oh, yeah. You're shooting at night. Like I've been, um, you might be shooting a sunset. When you arrive, it's like it's light, everything's great, mm. but as the sun sets, suddenly it's dark and you can't actually see your kit and there's, there's no light, there might not be any street light. So just having a, a little flashlight there, you can actually see where everything is. The other great use for flashlights, and we've talked about this before on the podcast, is if you're in really low, flat light, um, a lot of cameras really struggle to focus in those situations. Like if, the, mm. if, the, if there's not a lot of contrast, like camera's uh autofocus uses uh, uh contrast to to focus so if it can't find like a hard edge to focus it's going to really struggle and you get that zzz, 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 Yeah. so frustrating when that happens and so um you just shine the light and uh it'll help you find a, an edge uh yes. to to what you're looking for all right so um the next thing I think is a great buy, and I think every photographer should have them is uh filters, gels that you actually add to the front of your flash, and that'll change the color of your flash. So there's a, a little set of um Selen's is the brand uh mm-hmm. of and I've also got uh rogue gels in there. Uh what I liked about the Selen's brand, S E L E N S, link in the show notes, is it comes with a way to attach The gel to your flash. So, Mm. speed light, I'm talking about. And so, if you're shooting a sunset and uh, you doing a portrait of someone and the light's really warm if you just have the flash without a gel on the front it's going to like not match the background it'll be too white looking the light so you can actually change the color of the light or you just want sexy lighting in the background of your shot so maybe you're shooting someone in a lame way at night and uh might you might add a blue light in the background just to give that sort of you know that sexy blue lighting red whatever color you want so they're really cool um from That's, they look good. They're they they're really they're great. Um mm. triggers, Val, is the next one. And so I actually uh got some good recommendations from um Some of the podcast listeners, uh, Gary Lunn and Rob Morris, both uh, swear by the Yongnuo 560 TX triggers and Mm. uh, they use those and a lot of other people use those as well and uh, a great buy and uh, they they seem to work really well. So that's a good – Now, in
1: case there are some newbies, triggers for what? What would you be using these triggers for? So if you're shooting flash off camera,
2: you need have a way to actually – make the flash work so basically Mm -hmm. a trigger is that there'll be a unit that you attach to the hot shoe of your camera Mm -hmm. and one goes on the flash and it basically uh is a way for the camera to talk to the flash and make it make it easy for you to shoot flash off camera It, it it fires the flash for you so you can set you could be 500 meters away from your flash and uh have have your uh person that you're photographing um set up and lit and the flash will fire for you okay, so
1: fantastic
2: yeah re- very cool so uh, Yongnuo I like I think they're great um Michael Goh uh also he recommends uh a, a wireless in now I'm gonna struggle with this word because I only ever read it read it <laughs> inter- <laughs> inter- inter- intervalometer 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 and uh-huh. uh, between um forty and sixty bucks, and uh, he recommends those like the cheaper ones. He's always dropping his. What's uh, an intervalometer? Uh, so basically, if you're doing uh, long exposures uh, mm-hmm. and um you want to uh, fire the, the the camera shutter, um mm-hmm. it'll do it for you. It's uh, like the, time it, lapse, time lapse as well. But sometimes if you're just doing a long exposure, like. Uh, longer than 30 seconds mm-hmm. uh, or uh you want a precise amount of time like your camera will go to bulb where you can just it'll stay open but how do you shut the ca- turn the uh shutter off like if you want to go for dinner or something <laughs> go for dinner or i've done time lapses where i've just said it but the like sometimes if you're doing a long exposure the actual act of depressing the shutter will knock the camera yeah move it like, and so yep. this way it stops it. So you, you you're away from the camera. Ah, like great. It goes. So and of it,
1: course, it, Jean it, is a big it. fan of time lapse photography. And what she tends to do, however, is do time lapse with a jar of teller we'll in, do the one in the foreground. <laughs> With a jar of Nutella in the foreground and one of the world's most exotic locations or backdrops in the background. She's the sort of person who would go to, you know, like, ooh, Lake Como where Darth Vader got married. And, uh, you know, it's the most amazing location. And she sticks a jar of Nutella there and does time-lapse photography yep. <laughs> just to amuse herself. Yeah, okay. All right, let's move on to the next uh, um, type of gadget under $50. Camera straps
2: are a great a great buy as well. Oh, now, yes. Um, okay. Ian Hume uh, recommends his uh, utility sling strap and uh, he says it's amazing for travel, walkabout shooting, um, mm. and uh, it's a really cool thing to have. So I think the strap that you have on your camera is really important, but particularly if it's like hanging on your neck all day, like some of them actually give you back pain and Mm. uh, some of them are just really awkward. You can't access your camera, particularly if you've got two cameras like strung on your body at once and it's yeah. like difficult to access them and uh, so like there's there's some really cool ones that uh, make it easy to, to to shoot and the whole process is a lot more uh, comfortable. Dan uh, Crowder also recommends his Rapid Strap and I've heard really good things about the Rapid Strap and he says the RS5 is uh, his favourite. He uses it constantly. So, mm-hmm. you know there are a couple of good straps. There's all also, like I, re- I saw a really good one, which is like not everyone wants to hang the camera around their neck. So the wrist strap is a really good one. So there's a mm. uh, HSG2 dual strap padded wrist one, which like I like the padding on it. I, it looks really comfortable, Val. So mm. um, I think that's a good one.
1: Awesome. Fantastic. Straps. Okay, let's move on then to reflectors, which is something that I like. and <laughs> I tend to buy too many of. So
2: um, Everyone, I think, I think this is absolutely like one of the first things you need to buy like a five oh. in one reflector. So there's a last uh, uh 30-inch uh, tri-grip uh, deflector and reflector, which is basically it's got a handle and it looks like a, an oversized paddle, basically. So, right. but they're a lot easier to hold. So, they're really cool. And then you've got your, um, you know, your, your five-in-one, which is, uh, I think everyone needs to have one of those. They're just necessary. And in fact, I'd have two or three even, you know.
0: Yeah, for um, sure.
2: And the rustling you hear, apologies, that's Gary's lost his ball. Um, the... I thought he lost his balls. he just, of course, it, it has to be in the most, um, yeah, the, the, the loudest spots. So, yeah, he's busily looking for it. So, um, all right. So, getting into some other stuff uh, to, to, to like some gadgets and things, I think these are essential, especially if you're going to be shooting with uh, any form of lighting, continuous or uh, flash and that's um uh clamps and grips uh to right. attach uh reflectors mm. uh and uh you know, attach lights to different places. Like you can hang lights doorways and things like that. And uh, Pablo Pete, as uh, he says, he loves his uh, grip clamps. And uh, like there's all sorts of different ones you can get that they have little screws where you can attach your speed light to them uh, or for clamping uh, reflectors and things like that. They come in so handy. And my favorite Val, uh, Manfrotto Super Clamps and uh mm. they just just come under the $50 mark. I've got about six of them, I think, but they they are so handy. You can do so I much definitely
1: with. need to get these because I'm constantly just, you know, getting clothes pegs or bulldog clips or the things that you seal bags with in the kitchen. I definitely yeah. need to get these. Bulldog That's... clips are good. Um they work and you know what the poor man's bulldog
2: clip is. What? Yeah. And I've got these in my kit jumper leads like you cut Uh cords and you just use the uh the clips on the end they work really well
1: okay yeah great idea i never would have thought of that yeah Um, so so, i definitely um, need to get these clamps these are good good idea yeah, and another, you'll
2: be buying most of this stuff, Val. Um, yeah.
1: Another really great
2: thing, and this is also like you can make, uh, this is for, for lighting, getting your lights up and over people or as a way, if you're shooting on your own, to actually have – the reflector held in exactly the place that you want it. So if you, you're lighting mm. and you just want to uh, reflect a bit of light back into someone's face and you don't have an assistant to actually hold it exactly where you want it, these yes. uh, newer have um, some telescopic boom arms that, and they come with a sandbag as well, Val, and I just ah. think uh, they're really good value um, So if you're on location. so uh, I, Yeah, I need
1: to get this and the clamps you because I'd do go- I do makeshift. I have a microphone boom stand. And that... Well, it's a
2: similar thing, but these also have um, the little clips in them that clip yes. to your uh, reflector because if you're outside, they tend to, like, blow away. These hold them exactly in place. Oh, yeah, mine's a balancing act. I definitely need to get proper things. And you can rotate them in different angles so that you can actually get the light exactly where you want it, you know, more so than an assistant who's, like, looking down at their phone, checking their text. <laughs> shooting and, uh, or <laughs> answering their phone while you're there and it's like so, suddenly the Not light. that Gina's talking about any uh, of her assistants. Yeah. So,
1: no. um the
2: other one that we've discussed this before, and I think it was Mike Hickman that recommended this, this is a Ripper for $7, a newer, um, uh, it's a, a Lumapro Pro boom knuckle. And so that's the, you explain that Val, because I'll butcher the explanation. So it's like the, it's, it's the part that goes onto the light stand that the boom arm goes through and it actually allows, I'm doing a good job myself. You're Val. doing a good job. It, uh, it 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 gives you a way to to rotate the boom arm up and down and around to exactly where you want it. And, and Perfect, necessary. my work and, is done. And, and um, I'm getting better, Val. Um, <laughs> Seven dollars. That's not amazing. Three? Yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah, that's fantastic. Very yeah. very handy. Awesome. Um, now the next one, Val is i think necessary for anyone because even if you're a portrait photographer and you're not doing any products there will be times when you need to shoot the odd product and it's really frustrating to have to pull out your lights and light them in a certain way a light tent valve you could one of these and so basically the 33 this
1: is great
2: I, i told you you're gonna love this these, I want one of these. Like, so you can just take it outside in full sun, put your product inside. These are actually fantastic for bloggers. But this yep. comes with um different backgrounds. So different you colours. To
1: too, like, yeah, how good is it? Yeah. So if you had a colourful product, you would put it on a white background, but if you had a white product, you would put it, say, on the black background or the dark navy background. Um, And they come in – the good thing about these tents is, depending on what you want to shoot, they come in 12-inch, 16-inch, 20-inch, 24, 30, 40, 48, and 60-inch. I could put my cats in there. You could Val, and this is actually who was the
2: uh, we talked about the, the the lady that's doing the um, pet photography, pet rescue photography. Yeah, yeah. This mm. might be an option for her, although there's the yes. worry about what happens inside the. You'd have to like clean it out every time. It might not work, yeah, but it's an option. Okay. It's an option, but fantastic they look washable.
1: Products.
2: Yeah, you probably, probably have stick
1: to iron them. One Val, if you wanted to, like a small child. <laughs> <laughs> these are excellent if you are shooting products I definitely have a look at this link in the show notes I think that this is fantastic yeah 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 they're, they're, really
2: they're awesome okay so the next one I would rate as my favorite accessory of all time mm. I use it every time I shoot and I love it. And every time I'm on it, I love it. And, do you know, I get more comments about this accessory than any other accessory. Okay. Knee pads.
1: <clears throat> you, you laugh. Actual knee pads, like when you, you play laugh. hockey or? So, no, I've thought about those, but,
2: like, <laughs> I've also thought about image. Because <laughs> <And> I'm like... <laughs> Gina's
1: actually really vain. You I mean, might not come across that way, but <laughs> I know her. <laughs> um, you, so, you mean kneeling pads? Kneeling pads? Pads, to, pads kneel to kneel on. Kneel on
2: because as I was saying like the majority 90% of what I shoot is done from a low angle and I'm kneeling constantly and it's like this this shoot that I did on the weekend massive shoot I was kneeling all day to the point where I had to get up for a little while at the end of it because I was cramping but it's really uncomfortable and not only that you sometimes you're shooting and the 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 road's dirty or it's wet or there's stuff this just makes life so much more comfortable and even for your model if you are your model to kneel for a shoot, you want to get a headshot, you just want them to get them a little bit lower. You want to mm-hmm. make them comfortable as well. So, if you've got something for them to kneel on, it's going to make them a lot happier because if they're uncomfortable, it shows on their face. Yeah, you know, and you could even sit on them as well. You know, if you've got someone sitting on the ground, it's not full length, yep. I reckon they're really handy. I would get a few of these.
1: Yeah, great. Okay, and let me see, how much are they? They are $22.
2: Not much at all. Much at all. So, great. um the other one, uh, the next one, Val, and this is really uh, handy for people who suffer from, um, can't get their images uh, straight, verticals are crooked or um, <laughs> the horizontals are not straight, uh, which is me. Uh, yes. And particularly if you're it. shooting landscape. Now, cheaper tripod, like, more expensive tripods have little levels with uh, mm. water, mar- water mm. bubbles in them so you can get everything level. But um, a really good cheap workaround under ten bucks is a little cube. It sits on your hot shoe, and oh, you clever! Get everything perfectly level. They're the Clever, best. and they look really cool. They're like bright green. I would have different colours. Okay. <laughs> I'm a fan of green. We discussed this during the week. You found that Yes. Out i used
1: to have a camera that had one of those levels i wonder where that camera is is that one of your gadgets that you have (laughs) probably (laughs) i think it was my dad's camera actually really yeah anyway it's a while back
2: okay good idea it sits on the hot shoe very clever um Another one, Val, is again if for shooting outside, like one of the biggest hassles when you're shooting outside, particularly in bright sunshine, is mm. when you try and review your shots on the L C D screen, you oh. can't see. Yeah, can't see. You cannot see. So like you know, you can get the like the old school way to do it is just to get carry a black cloth around with you. Mm. And you just sort of cover your head and the camera with that and have a look. But that's hard to do when you're, like, you're inviting the 20 other people in the crew to come and have a look under there. It's yes, odd, yes. Isn't it? You know, mm. so uh, little uh, Hoodman um, uh, and there's all different brands, but it's basically an attachment that goes onto the back of the LCD and that, that, that covers out all the, like. it's like a little funnel. Kind of thing that you can look into and it also magnifies the lcd so i use these per, like because sometimes if you want to check focus you don't have your laptop you can zoom right in and uh it you can make sure that your highlights are all right and and your eyes are in focus and things like that so, so the
1: link that we've got uh, is it's tw- it's uh, it's only 12 dollars, but the link that we're putting in there is ideal for the ones with the flip out screens Because it attaches if you've got a flip-out screen, but there are other ones. ones.
2: Yes, yes.
1: So great um, idea. And uh,
2: uh, there's also um, there's also yeah different ones that that, that work like that that are that are the um, cone as well. So okay, um, okay. This again is another essential product that I would put in my top five. Val, what ape. Oh, okay, yep. Mm -hmm. Gaffer tape because you can build Just everyday gaffer tape. Just everyday gaffer tape, absolutely Mm -hmm. essential. Tape down roll paper so it doesn't come up at the the sides. I use it to uh, attach things to the top of my car. It's highly illegal but that's what I do. I'll hold. uh, Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. I don't have, um. I don't have. You, like. car anymore, but I used to gaffer tape uh, stuff to the top of my roof if I was going from one place to Even,
1: you mean you didn't have roof racks and you would just gaffer tape things to the roof of your car? I've
2: actually put stuff, like on the car that I've got now, the roof is completely flat and I actually once carried, uh, um, you know, those styrofoam uh, reflectors, the big ones that you use Mm -hmm. in studios, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: the big square flats. Uh-huh, I yes. needed to go down the beach, and I was taking a few of those from the studio. And oh I'm my like, They're goodness. not going to fit in my car. It's like they didn't fit, so I put them on top of the roof, and I didn't use gaffer tape. I used sandbags.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> so they didn't? They the, weren't
2: even attached to the roof. Yes, like lots of sandbags Val. Well, I had about eight, and I'm like, oh fine, my not going to go anywhere. They're perfectly secure. I got them to the beach. Right? Oh
1: my god! I got, bathroom, I
2: got to the studio, and I looked on the roof. There was nothing there.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my and God. And sandbags. I'm
2: not oh. doing that anymore because it's not no. smart.
1: No. Yeah, so, Gina's, yeah. Gina's car is a little bit like a Hummer. It's not a Hummer. But It's not a Hummer, but it's like no. a Hummer. Anyway, apart from Gaffer
2: Tape. Uh, gorilla Pods are fantastic. So, these are like bendy little tripods is the only way that i can describe them bendy little tripods like they're you know maybe they're little octopus things little octopus but you can um attach speed lights to anything like you could wrap a speed light around the branch of a tree or mm.
1: a tech- oh, that's a great like, idea
2: yeah they, they come in so handy or the, or a door on top of a door so like if you re- really push for space and you don't want to use a light stand you can use these little gorilla pods and sometimes when i've done workshops uh, i've actually given them away in my little show bag to people because i the love top them of that a much door, that's a great really idea handy. Yeah, they're very. You're adding this one to the list, Val.
1: Mm, that's a good one. Yeah, twenty dollars. Okay, I thought it'd be cheaper yeah, than that, that. To be honest,
2: you, shopping at the end of that today. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, now,
2: stand-ins, Val. Uh, oh yes, see, I have one. So we all uh, we talk about the mannequin heads uh, in 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 the in the group. So, but mm. you can also get mannequin hair. So, and I think that's really handy right. because it's sometimes it's hard to see, like, if they're yes. white. I reckon, recommend you paint them grey so that you can actually see what your lighting's doing a lot better. Mm-hmm. But, like, a, a lot of people uh, that I've been seeing have been buying actual hair for their mannequin heads so that they can see what their backlight or hair light is doing. And it get, just gives a more realistic representation of what's going on. So, I think they come in very handy. And, again, you know, well under 50 bucks. For the, yeah, fantastic. Uh, yes, yeah, so I want to get here. Well, it's not hair. like you
1: need to wear them. I mean, you can if you want. Like, <laughs> Okay, so um,
2: another really cool one that I just loved, you can get like little stand-in babies and they're movable and I would love to see a grown-up version of this. If anyone has heard of one, it would be awesome. So like bendy oh. arms and everything like that. Oh, my very... God. I suppose you could use like a blow-up doll or something, Val. Would be Or any small? doll. <laughs> yeah, but a full-size, <laughs> life-size. Oh, thing. I see. Yeah, yeah yeah you could set up your shots um shutter huggers are these things if you're shooting kids a lot they're little toys that go um around your lens so that you can get the baby or the children to
1: look at the camera you just oh go- that's so cute so you can buy like these – it's like a stuffed toy. It's like a little giraffe or whatever, stuffed toy, and it, it goes a, it, around your lens so it, the, the little kid can just look directly at the cute little face of the giraffe or whatever it is. Very yeah. clever. Um, all right. So I don't really have- shoot kids, so I'm not going to be buying that, but very clever.
2: <laughs> Um, okay, one that I absolutely adore is a uh, water weight sand, like a bag, a weight bag, but you mm. fill them with water, Val. And so there's oh, a so you don't have to lug it
1: around.
2: There's a count, and you know you can get um, workout weights, the same thing. So when you're traveling, they're like plastic weights. You put them in your bag, and then when mm. you get to your hotel, you fill them with water, and you've got weights to work out with
1: yeah if you're motivated enough
2: yeah, so this mm. is little counterweights <laughs> that you can get that like for your booms and things like that if you're constantly having to carry a weight of the weights around in your kit, it's heavy, but this is like a little flat plastic bag you fill it up when you get to the location, fill it with water, and that's your counterweight fantastic very like, clever very handy
1: yeah, I love it, and that's it can be you can it's a maximum load of four to five kilos, and it's twenty five dollars yes right mm hmm very cool um all right laptop
2: stands are really uh very expensive sometimes but i found some cheap ones i actually the hack that I have is i've just uh bought myself a speaker stand so it's a it's uh mm. like a um a light stand and it's got a base plate and you put your laptop on that. But there's actually DJ ones about the same price, about thirty dollars too. So if you're shooting tethered uh on location, you can um don't have to have your laptop on the ground or on a bin that's upside down or, or something like that or someone holding. Well, it. and
1: also if you're musical, uh a music stand. I have a music, music
2: stand. Works as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're very handy and just a, a, a cheap hack because there's some out there that are just like hundreds of dollars. You don't need mm. to spend of dollars just make sure it's sturdy because it's got your laptop on it as well so um some other little things i found i love the uh um, to sort and protect your gear. There's a, like a little universal cable organizer in, in the list here. So you can have all your, all your bits and pieces all in one spot. And I love that because I hate like not being able to find my USB cables and charges and mm. things like that when I'm traveling. So uh, you could store your camera batteries in these and uh, like tether cords and sync cables and all your like bits and pieces. So I think they come in
1: really handy. And if you don't want to go, you know, buy that, just use Ziploc bags and label them appropriately. Best thing I ever did was buy a labeler, a Dymo labeler.
2: Ziploc bags, uh, you know. But you can see into them too, so I think that's a, mm. it's a really cool way. But they don't look as good, you know. Okay, but it's, it's a cheaper it's way. It's to all about the. Image. The other, I think, um, I think it was Peter Foot that recommended pencil cases as well. Is another yes. way to organize yes. your stuff. I think that was a really cool hack. Um, all right, so there are also uh, rain covers that you can buy uh, in there that uh, that. Um, that protect your stuff as well. And I was thinking of you, Val, when I saw this, because it's a, uh, a universal case for your iPhone for when you go out kayaking.
1: Oh, yes, I see the link here. It protects the phone. Okay, yeah, that's very clever. I mean, I use a plastic thing on my phone anyway, but uh, it's my little minion cover, which um, you might have seen. But um, I probably will regret it if I do drop it in the water. So I'll, I'll have a look
2: um and uh there's a really cool pelican case uh a little one for your um uh memory cards as well that's waterproof and i think it's just a maybe a good idea you may as well protect them because until you get back um you know you want to keep everything safe um yeah so That's uh, pretty much it. I think I've skipped a few, Val, but I could go on for another four days, you know.
1: And, uh, of course, we'll put all of these links in the show notes in case you want to look any of them up, and you can check them out at ginamilitia.com. But anyway, we've come to the end of the episode, so what are you up to this coming week, Gina?
2: So, um, more more shooting, and uh, I've got to uh, also, um, I'm going to keep recording, I've got, like, God, I've got about 4, 5, 5,000 files to sort through as well. So a lot of editing. So I'm going to have to find some new shows to binge watch,
1: I think. I binge watched House of Cards on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. What do you like it? Yeah, I love it. It's fantastic. Have you watched Billions? Billions? No, I haven't watched Billions yet, but I really
2: want to. Yeah, it's fantastic. Well worth well worth a binge watch. Um, yes. Yeah, so, so, is that what you're doing? You're going to watch House of Cards?
1: I've done it. I've already done it. I had such a stressful week last week, so that uh, you know, I worked all week. I worked all day Sunday, like practically an eighteen hour day, and uh, so not Sunday on Saturday, and then when Sunday came along, I just wanted to turn off. So I binge-watched 13 episodes. Oh, my God.
2: Yeah, it was, it was a stressful week last
1: week. Yes, it was a very stressful oh week God. last week, but uh, I did have a big relax on Sunday and now I've got to hit the ground running again. Uh, but anyway, thank you so much to everyone for listening. We really appreciate it. We hope you got a lot out of it. Do check out Gina's new website at ginamilitia.com and even more importantly, check out the community section. We'd love to see what you think and um, you know, bring some awesome teaching and tutorials and mentoring to you there as well. But until we chat again next week, we'll chat to you then. Thanks, guys.
0: Thanks for listening to So You Want to Be a Photographer. For more information, free resources and Gina's regular newsletter on everything you need to know to become a successful photographer, visit ginamilitia.com.